If anyone just hasn't... Uh, oh, wait, one second. I'll meet all first, and then I'll unmute you. All right. Okay. Well, I'd like to ask if anyone is new to the, to the website or to this idea of non-duality. And if they are, then we can sort of present... Uh, a humble view of that yeah so is there anyone who uh, is new to these to these zooms and and or non-duality no all right well I am you want, new. Oh, oh, we have a question from peter well yeah so he might be raising his hand just to agree to say that he's new and then and then me speaking up too so there's two people all right so let's uh just present just a definition of how I see it of non-duality. So non means not, and duality means two. So in a sense, non-duality, uh, there's nothing called non-duality. It's just a negation of two-ness or duality. So in our, in my, the way I see it, there's no one, there's no studying of non-duality. There's no experiencing non-duality. There's no understanding non-duality. There's uh, studying duality, understanding duality, and uh, that works. But if you try to apply studying to what you already are, it actually is uh, a deterrent, yeah? So it seems, but that logic follows through. If you attempt to study any other topic, it will probably bring you knowledge. But if you at attempt to study what you are, it doesn't, yeah? It, so in any other aspect of living, studying what you're not is gonna lead to knowledge of that, yeah? I mean, studying something that you're not. But in this case, to study what you are doesn't work, so we're gonna do, but we're gonna apply the studying to what you're not, which is our humble assumption is that there is a mental activity that's providing an image of us, a concept of us, so fast after the conscious contact. So, so fast after seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and noticing thoughts and stuff. There's a, a movement of claiming all of that to imply the seer, the hearer, the feeler, the taster, the toucher, and the thinker. If that's in place, then we're taking ourselves to be something other than we are. And so from there, it would make sense. Let's study what we are. But in fact, we're going to be, we're going to try to study what we are from what we're not. And there is the dilemma. There's the conundrum. There's a the little bit of a problem. So instead of trying to study and investigate what you are, just apply that to what you're not. Yeah. So you study and investigate what you're not. And in finding out about what you're not, or finding out about duality, there'll be a recognition that it isn't so, and at that point, there's a finding out of what is so. Yeah. Now, you can't find out what is so by what's not so, 
but you do get an intimation of what is so by seeing what you're not. So you get a, it just, it just aligns the horse and the cart in a workable manner. Because you would think that it would be easy to get the message that you're a lion if you're a lion, yeah? It would be, you would think that the statement, the seeker is the sort, if you were the seeker, right? If that which is what you were seeking is actually the sort, it would pretty much clear up the whole situation. There wouldn't really be much left to do after that. The, the mistake would have become obvious, and then there, there is the possibility of a correction. Now, the correction is so beautiful because when the correction becomes obvious, there was no need for a correction because the mistake was imaginary, yeah? In other words, I never became something other than myself, never. It's appearing that I've started there, yeah? That's the trip. It, 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 it implies I have been what I'm not for a long time, and that probably it's going to take a long time to start becoming what I am. But in fact, you have never, nor will you ever be what you're not. It's just appearing to what you are that you are that, yeah? And so when the message is directed not to what you're not, or let's say not to the idea of Paul, the long-lasting, independent, separate entity, this idea of this thing, if I'm not, if the message isn't directed to that, but is directed to what we are, and the message is about that, about what we're not, I find that works. When the message is directed to what you're not, about what you are, it doesn't seem to work. Yeah, it's, so it's a simple little correction. But the corrections, the corrections uh, way it goes is seamless. It, it doesn't break. It goes this way the whole way. So when they say, all right, what, what is needed of a, of a, is a correction to a problem that never existed. So is there really a need for a correction? If the problem in effect never existed, in other words, the problem has never become real. It's appearing to be real. It's appearing that it was real. And in the future meanderings of the head, it's definitely appearing that it's gonna be real. But is it real now? That's the point. Yeah. So by studying duality, you realize what is the basis of duality in my own experience here? It's dualism. It's subject-object. That's two. Yes? Subject-object. So in this case, that which is subjective, something that's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and touching, in other words, it's not a thing, yeah, is being muddled by the mental state as being the body, which is an object. So we have the subjective experience, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, noticing thoughts. There's no thing that's doing that. There's no Paul as consciousness is six foot seven and 200 pounds. There's no way you can describe it because it's not be able to be described. It's not of thingness, yeah? So the sense of subjectness is moving through, but the mental state is implying that the subjectness is an attribute of the object. That's the dilemma, yeah? So you can't talk to two about two. You talk to one about two, yeah? You talk to what we are 
about what it's not. And in seeing that, it finds out about what it is. Yeah? And at least you get a free sample. And if you get a free sample, you're probably going to get a whole lot more free samples. And sooner or later, there'll be a certain click where instead of seeing things from the false view, you'll see the false view basically you'll see it you know and then it'll be a t it, there's a sense a strong sense it's not me because i'm the seeing of it yeah and then now you've you've hit pay dirt so to speak the pay dirt that was always available at all times the interest and attention just moves to the seeing not the object or the mental image that's being seen yeah instead of the mental image getting all the attention and interest because it's presented as the seer you see that activity from the seeing yeah and now wow what happens find out but it's almost as if you've been reestablished in time where you never left yeah so it seems like wow i've just arrived back but the fact is, when you arrive back, it tells you you never left. I mean, literally. And so okay. the, the efficacy of non-duality, mm, it has its oomph, has its whack by the recognition of what you're not. Yeah. So this, this, the idea of non-duality is just not two, not subject object not this or that not that now is it denying that it's appearing no but it's it's denying that is it has any inherent reality in other words we are the reality we are yeah not as paul but as what we are so that's why it's so beautiful because let's say a lot of people's idea of freedom is based on relief from bondage yeah so there's the bondage and then we did something or someone did something for us and we're released of that bondage and that's the freedom but this idea of freedom is before the bondage yeah it's not a it's not a dualistic uh like low high low tide high tide movement it's not Oh, first there's bondage, and then there's freedom from the bondage. No, this freedom is before the bondage. In this freedom, that you see there was no one to be bound. That's the freedom. In this freedom, it isn't that you're liberated. You're, you're freed from the need to be liberated. Yeah, that's what it's like. So before, before the bondage, the freedom before the bondage doesn't, have an opposite it's not like the coin of this realm it doesn't have two sides there's just that and then the bondage freedom bondage freedom bondage freedom bondage freedom that but that is not of two yeah you wouldn't even call it freedom without this idea of where we're coming from but it just is and there is no ink in it, yeah? There isn't, oh, it is, and then on Wednesdays and Fridays, it ain't, and then it is, and then it ain't. No, it just is. And so what happens? So 
in this place we're in of duality, everything is agitated because the opposites show up. So I remember I had a, my old Tai Chi teacher, I used to call him and tell him, I've been having a terrible time for the last three weeks, four weeks. And he would go, congratulations. And I go, what do you mean? Congratulations. He says, well, if you've been feeling shitty for a few weeks, it's definitely going to end and you'll start feeling better. And if I called him and I said, I've been feeling great for months, he'd say, um, condolences, I'm sorry, because you're going to probably feel fucking pretty bad soon. So you can't get off that ride, yeah? This isn't about that. It's about before it, yeah? So in the before, the ups and downs are included, but the ups and downs don't authenticate you being up and you being down. So there's a loss of interest in the ups and downs. Truly, there is. It's not like it's always up, or it's always down, it's, you lose interest in it. So the up without your interest goes up, it's cool, blah, blah, blah. And the down without your interest goes down, but not that much down, yeah? So everything is brought to this baseline. So the ups and the downs aren't a stream anymore. They go up, down, up, down. And this becomes the dominant sense. The dominant sense is like that baseline it's just plucked and it always keeps reverberating. And then there's these little squeals here and there. But when we think it's us going up and down, the interest goes there to the up and forgets that baseline and goes to the down and forgets that baseline. Yeah. So it's basically at this. So you feel great, but then there's a fear you won't be feeling great because that's been your experience. So there's no ability to enjoy the highs in a sense because you're feeling that a low is going to come that's not peace of mind peace of mind isn't before isn't a result of having agitation chilled it's before agitation yeah. there's peace of mind when there's mental agitation yeah. so This is so fundamentally different than anything I ever heard about because everything I ever heard about always had this one little nugget that I was going to play a huge role in it all somehow or another. Either I was going to be the obscure agent to keep the truth from me or I was going to be that which would, le would lead and arrive at the truth. In whatever case it was, I was going to be there somehow to get it. I was going to be there. I'm going to experience my own absence. Da, 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 da. This just goes back and just says not to. Yeah. And what, what experience have you ever had that when you, when you landed at a certain place, it told you it's always been this way? No fucking experience. Yeah. When you land on it and it seems like you're bringing the, like the infrequency and the specialness of it, and it's only a moment in time, when you land there with all that little baggage, it tells you it's always been this way, always. That, that isness is, is just there or here or whatever, boom, yeah? What an reassurance for something that's never been able to rest its head anywhere, 
that's an incredible reassurance. And then the action figure and the mental activity over time demonstrates the effects. Traveling lighter, yeah, traveling lighter. Doesn't promise everything's gonna get great. It just basically says you're gonna be able to travel lighter through whatever life has in store. That's a damn good deal, yeah. So basically, that, that which you're not, trying to promote itself to get to a point of traveling lighter is the aspect of heaviness. That's the rude awakening. You realize this mechanism can't get it, can't do it. It's failed. This mechanism is not about realizing the truth. It's about reinforcing something else. Yeah. So there's a, there's a rude awakening in the reliance on that and then something gets settled and then you know like like an unspoken yes in your gut you just have you're you're in this you're you're in the state of being convinced you know and in my case that which i fell upon became the last answer and i've never had another answer since concerning this subject yeah and a last answer is an incredible answer because it negates all need for any more answers. Unbelievable. So there's my little rant today. Yes. Anybody want to raise their hands in the box or in the chat? I think this is the first time in Zoom we neutered all the questions. <laughs> this was the biggest challenge. How not to have a question in a Zoom session? Oh, there's one. <laughs> That's our newcomer. Yeah. There's two. It was short lived. The joy was short lived. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Mia. I've got unmuted. Hi, uh, I'm Mia. Um, I know it's spelled differently, but that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I am new to this concept. Uh, I've been around 12 steps for over 30 years, um, going to Al Anon meetings all those years, and, uh, you know, found a, a year ago that. Uh, the realization that I had been sleepwalking probably through the, the past 20 years um, and, you know, left the marriage and, um, and then, you know, got involved with someone fabulous who got ill and died. And I was pissed because here I finally thought, you know, I had found my salvation and, you know, in Al-Anon, um, you know, our drug, drug of choice is the human connection. Um, and, and I, once that person died, I did not know who I was anymore. And I have never felt more annihilated. Being asleep was much, much easier, but you know, I was no longer a caregiver. I was not a partner. I was, I was barely a mother because I had completely neglected my children. And so I'm just, I'm trying to figure out, you know, who am I? Um, and, and I'm 
you know, I, I get the idea of all the things I am not, because that's quite clear to me. Uh, but it's hard, you know, so I, I have glimpses and I have heard you before, Paul, uh, here in California, you know, fairly recently with a meeting at, with Kurt Zimmerman. Um, but I find it so hard to generalize, and that's probably analyzing it too much, you know, the psycho term, you know, to generalize in my life, you know, what, I, so I feel like I'm constantly still measuring, oh, I shouldn't be doing this, I shouldn't be doing that, but that's, but I also get that then I am still measuring, weighing, and, you know, trying, you know, so, I, I, so I'm still kind of stressed about all of that, I want to let it all fucking go, and just, you know, have spirit come to me and, and say, this is who you are, Mia. So how do I, how do I get to the next level in this, so to speak, is my question. Well, maybe you already are. Hmm. Maybe the next level is the level. Okay. <laughs> but what happened where you just shared, we talked about this last week. So there's a recognition of a certain sense of self yeah but that which is recognizing it is also a sense of self mm -hmm. you see so what happens is when we're sleepwalking we don't even notice the self let's give it a call but yes we don't notice some something that's masquerading and is assuming to be us is is happening yeah an activity yes Mm -hmm. So that would be a good way of describing that called sleepwalking. So, yeah. So now suddenly the light sort of came on or your aperture opened up and then you start seeing it. Yes. You start, start seeing, let's say, let's call it self. You start seeing it, its activities. Yes. But then it claims to be the seer of itself. Mm -hmm. And now it's beating you up from that position. Yeah. It says, oh, that position was really beating you up, and I'm, and I'm going to get a good beat on that, but that's another form of beating up, yeah? You see? Mm -hmm. So the first one wasn't noticed. You start noticing, and there isn't a first one. We're just using it as an image to get something across. So there's a recognition now, hey, something was masquerading or living off me or living as me, whatever, and then, okay, that that same movement that you now see is now becoming the seer there, yeah? And now it's using the information to beat itself up again. You see it? Right. Yeah. You've now, wit you've now seen two, you've seen it generate. It's like a mechanical activity. Once it's noted, yeah, it claims the noting of it, yeah? So the, so now, You've got, oh, that's self, but you don't, you don't get that you're looking from it again. Yeah, you see? So now, here you are, you're just going to get a glimpse of seeing that which is seeing the self. <laughs> so, see? So now one aspect of self is the thief, and now the next one's the policeman. So now the policeman is walking your beat checking out self, yes, <laughs> but the, the policeman and the thief are the same. They're not you, neither of them, yeah? 
nor any of them that will ever appear after to see the policeman and the thief. That's not you either. Yeah. The one thing you can recognize, it's not, none of it, it's you. <laughs> none of it. Mm -hmm. All that is, is, is heralded or pronounced by thought isn't you. It's not. Yeah. You're always there. So it's not going to, spirit isn't going to come into your life. It never left. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's just is. This is the beauty of it. The selfing is just regrouping this to gain a, a point of relevance in this situation where it has none. Yeah, mm -hmm. what you are is what you are is what you are. No matter what the head says, no matter how much angst it can seem to produce in a bit of time, none of this. In fact, it's sort of like it's saying there are scars in the sky, yeah? That I can blow a big hole in the sky, which you can't, yeah? The sky is more like an open space that's allowing everything to appear in it. So all of these arisings of this little selfing are, are included in what's arising, yeah? There's no adversarialness or nothing. You just, what happens is you see it's not you. And then interest and attention comes back and gets redistributed and you'll know that you're onto something by the fruit yeah mm. you start being able to enjoy peace of mind a beautiful sight captures your attention you stop the time fucking you know moving sidewalk constantly missing everything you can actually stop you can pause yeah you have the ability to enjoy peace of mind these aren't newfound abilities they're latent they've just mm -hmm. been covered over by the by the obsession with what you're not really yeah and if you take the if that which you're obsessed over if you take the name your name off of it you'll be bored i'm telling you <laughs> you you'll be bored stiff yeah the only thing that keeps it interesting is it it's it's implied to be you yeah really mm -hmm. so so this mess, you know, you have skillful means to deal with the feeling of, of separation based on this idea of separation. So here, we're in this idea of separation. So of course, a counter measure to that would be connection with someone else. Mm -hmm. But then that whole idea of union with someone else is based on a belief in separation. It's insane. It's truly insane. Yeah. So you believe two will replace the one that was never cut into two. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's why. And the head finds its little activity and it can turn if a head we use we use it in alcoholism. You could you could airdrop an alcoholic into heaven. It would be hell in a day. <laughs> yeah. This is what the head is like. There's no promised land that includes it. None. Mm -hmm. None. It can go into the most perfect situation and it'll fucking find fault. I've mm -hmm. had people come over to my house, just received a $250,000 inheritance, and who are bitching about the adverse effects it's going to have on them. Mm -hmm. And I would say, well, just kick down $70,000. i will take some of it off your hands. <laughs> yeah? It, the head is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. This is not to be gotten, honey. This is, the message is it's already so. Mm -hmm. And the message isn't to Mia 
and it isn't to Paul, it's to what we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah? All of us are what we are. None of us are Mia except Mia. None of us are Paul except Paul, but all of us are what we are. Yeah? That's what we're talking to because it's live, it's right here, right wherever you are at any time, what you are is there. Yeah? All we're trying to do is get the message not to Mia, but through Mia. Because right. we're seeing Mia as an obscuring agent, truly. And we're attempting to get it to what you are, and then what you are will hear the message, and it will have an effect on what you're not. Yeah? It's hard to grasp. <laughs> it's great. That's, that's, that's the whole point. We're yeah. trying to upset the system that wants yeah. to know everything just keep throwing it's like a juggler can only do two balls we're trying to throw five and six balls so it stops and there you are yeah right. yes when when mia stops there you are yeah so just stay in it's enjoyable space it's a very you know, lovely little uh, affair we're having here. Yeah, <laughs> and then you can stay in touch with other people in the meeting, and and I do. Yeah, yeah. So, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Now, really, everyone, everyone here. Is, is saying hello to themselves as me without the uh. So your, your name is being well used all day. <laughs> me, uh. <laughs> um, yeah. How's me doing? Who gives a shit? How am I doing? Me doing? Oh, hours and hours, years and years. <laughs> Just one little letter difference. Mia, fuck her. Who cares? Me. Oh, let's get on the phone after the meeting for hours. Go over what's happening to me. Do I want to go over what's happening to Mia? No, whatsoever. Unless I'm Mia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> If you don't get on, if you don't get on, you won't have to have all these skillful means of how to get off. You just see you never got on. Yet that's you don't conceptualize that. It won't work. You finally see it. Yeah, that I am what's looking. What's looking, yeah, is what I'm looking for. So that's what I am. I am what's looking. Now it would be great, Mia. I could go my whole my next, all my conversations from now on are going to be you and me, but Mia, you are. <laughs> I want to talk to you. <laughs> you mean me? No, Mia. <laughs> There'd be no interest. <laughs> me? Huh? You? <laughs> Just to give them a free sample. <laughs> <laughs>
you'll see it. See that little leaning in? That's a, that's a distribution of weight all day. It's about me, it's about me, yes. This is in a way here, it's traveling heavy and traveling light, yeah? If you always had like a three pound weight in your knapsack, you've taken it to be normal, yeah? You have. The great joy would be if someone removed or you, you entertain the possibility and you looked in the knapsack, said, hey, I don't need any of this. You took it out, you travel lighter, yeah? You're gonna be wearing a knapsack no matter what, but check in what's how much weight's in there. Maybe it's all superfluous. Maybe you don't need any of it. Yeah. All right, let's go to Keith. Thanks, Mia. The next, the next questions are by chat. So we've got Richard next. Richard, can you unmute yourself? All right, unmuted. All your check. Yes, we're here. Okay. Uh, you touched upon a, an, an aperture earlier, uh, Paul. I was hoping you could revisit one of the past talks you've done and expand a little bit more on how you describe the aperture there. Then me pops up, falls down, aperture, aperture, and then it finally feels as though it gets beyond some kind of barrier that's no longer you and you recognize it. Could you elaborate a little bit more about the aperture? All right, remember all these things are just imagery, yeah? There is no aperture. We're not like a real Nikon camera, but mm. we're just using, yeah. Hopefully you, you can get the imagery. So when I was younger and I first went, the first satsang I ever went to, no, I heard it about it, and I went to another satsang with another woman presenting it. And I walked into that place, and I had read some books. Yeah, I had been entertaining the idea. So I went in there, and then what she was saying and the feeling the room ignited me to want to ask something or actually just share. So I said, hey, I was walking in this room, and I was watching mental shit going on, physical experience, emotional, whatever. And, uh, and I was watching the mental states, but there was an assumption it was me, the real me watching all that. And just by going into the satsang, I sort of saw that me as another mental state, yeah? So the mental state was looking at a mental state of me, yeah? Feelings, physical condition, stuff like that. I, I saw the first one, but I hadn't seen the second one, yeah? So I realized, oh, that's a mental state saying it's seeing another mental state. Mental states don't see anything, yeah? The seeing is what we are. The mental state, it doesn't see anything. So there's the seeing of that. So what happened is I left, and for the next few weeks, I was trucking around, entertaining these ideas, and I kept seeing... There was, a, there was a sense of, of a subtle Paul now watching the other Pauls, yeah, two of them. So I would see the Paul that's usually always around. Then I saw the policeman show up to arrest that Paul. But then I saw both of them <laughs> from another one, which was also not me. 
And so it went like this for a while and maybe it went about five or six, seven apertures. And then sort of there was a getting of it. It was sort of like uh, the hundred, hundred monkey phenomena where, yeah, it had a quantum leap. I saw that wherever I am, this is going to arise and claim to be me. Yeah. So whatever I see will become objectified. And then this idea will be the subject. And then, yes, aperture opens up. Suddenly, this is now seen as an object by another subject claimed as self. Yeah. And then another one will rise and say, oh, I see the object of self. I see the object of self looking at the object. But this is me. No, that's an object. Yes. So after a few of them, there was no need to, that was it. It just, it just quantum leaped somewhere where I don't need to be the doorman and, you know, what, check out everyone's ID. <laughs> yeah, I just know whatever is uh, assuming and implying to be me isn't me. It's just that simple. I don't know what I am, but I definitely know what I'm not. So it's the activity of seeing then. It was seeing. Seeing is, I don't feel there's anything before seeing. Let's put it that way. And there's definitely not a seer. There's just seeing. Yeah. There is, there's just seeing where there's no verb and noun. There's no this or that. There's no subject object. There's just seeing. And if you... As far as it ever brought me back, I, there's no way, I used to use the terminology of uh, that which appears before the camera, that's assuming it's behind the camera, yeah? So that's what happens. Here's, here's a self that's assumed to be behind the camera. The aperture opens up, you now see that as before the camera, yes? But now, now that same movement of self will claim to be the one behind the camera seeing the first self. So then you capture that. So now you see two of them. And then there's a subtle one assuming it's behind the camera. The assuming it's behind the camera is mechanical. That's what it does, yeah? Is there ever a camera, is there ever a camera operator? No, there's not a no. camera operator. There is no. no camera operator. No, there is no seer. There is mm. seeing and there is no seer. There's uh, hearing and there's no hearer. There's uh, feeling, there's mm. no feeler. Mm -hmm. yeah? There's mm -hmm. doing, yet there's no doer. Right. Thinking, yet there is no thinker. There's knowing, but no knower. Yeah. Exactly. There's knowing, mm. but no knower. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. There's studying, and that which is studying can't be studied. Yes? Yeah. Thank you for clearing that up, Paul. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Richard. And Chris Gilmore was next. I'll go ahead and unmute him. Oops. Uh, oops, he's unmuted. I think Chris fell asleep. That's another Chris over there. How are you, Paul? I'm looking for you. Go ahead. I can hear you. Just finding you. Hi, I saw you in Toronto last year, Paul. Was I uh, doing anything illegal? Uh, I think so. <laughs> I just wanted to uh, say something about <clears throat> what I've been doing for a while. I had this experience in 1980 with these two Vedanta guys who came to U of T 
And uh, I had been involved in Sufism for about three years with a guy I think actually knows what he's, what he's talking about and still do. But I left, the, he put a bunch of stuff on the board kind of describing reality and non-reality in terms of BMI is what he said. And when I left the meeting, which was very interesting, I felt like I was about two inches off the ground. And I had no idea what it was and I didn't really care. But I haven't had that feeling ever since then. And I'm just wondering what you think that may have been about. If uh, just, just a free sample. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's funny because I've been involved with this Sufi guy for a long time. And, I've, and I think he has the good, so to speak. You know what I mean? Mm. And yet I never, his, the, when people feel like they've had a strong workshop or something, it's feeling like this drunken feeling, but it's kind of a heavy body thing. So it's not, I don't know what it's about. And I, I haven't found anything better. And I've kind of been in, involved in this game for a long time and I'm not impatient. I'm just kind of curious. To, I feel like I'm kind of treading water without necessarily wanting to get anything. Because I don't, I understand what you're saying about not wanting to, not getting anything because there's nothing to get, but I'm still doing it anyway. And because I like it. But I don't really, I'm kind of wondering what my trajectory is and where I'm at with this whole thing. I'm kind of sitting patiently curious about kind of not doubting about the truth of anything you're saying or what he's saying at all. So I'm kind of like, I just wonder kind of what's going on, if anything. You know, It's just mental minutia. If something's working for you, do it. Yeah. 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 Of course, see, anything that, anything, anything that we get engaged with, the mental state gets engaged. Yes? Yeah. And so, of course, it's, it just likes to fucking, it's, it's sort of like wants you to go on the trip, but wants to uh, take all the air out of the tires. You know, it's just, you know. The one thing you said is, hey, it's, the, it's working for me. That's, I would go with that. Yeah. Well, and when it stops working for you, then far out. See, it serves you either way. It's working for you, and then when it stops, yeah, it shows you also. That's, it's, that's another aspect of success when you're ready to move on. Yeah. I see. I don't know whether it's working or not working. <clears throat> um, because what does working mean? It means kind well, of. Yeah. You're feeling it, does it feel like, oh, I mean, you've got to have a certain meter somewhere in you that, you know, has rung true about certain things, yes? Well, I think he knows, I mean, I think this guy has consciousness or whatever you want to call it, but he's, he's, he's not direct. There's a, there's a lack of directness, which I find with you because you're, you're very much a fundamentalist. And there's a couple of other uh, YouTube, I mean, non-dual teachers that I know that kind of light a fire in the belly and you kind of get the sense that this this is the truth speaking and so the, what's within me is responding to that which is exactly the same thing. So I'm wondering, I mean, I can almost do without this at, completely, but I find that this kind of interaction with people like you kind of keeps the fire burning and whereas with him, I because of the kind of methods we use, which involves a lot of dance and drumming and chanting and all this, because he's sort of unorthodox. He's from Iraq, basically, so his methodology is, is Middle Eastern. 
but it's very fun what he does because we use a lot of movement and dancing and stuff. So I do it for entertainment more than anything else because I, I could really yeah. talk. Fine. It doesn't, there's no, it's not in conflict. No, it's yeah. not. So, yeah. yeah. Go dance, you know, dance for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's no conflict. Yeah. No, I don't think there's a conflict at all. But just yeah. I'm wondering whether. Just, you come, you know, most of the people I meet in non duality, there's no monogamous people in non duality. They're, they're, fornicating with other teachers and other things like that. That's the beauty of it. Because see, what you're involved in is, in a, is a path of expressing illumination, yeah? Dancing with the beloved, whatever. And non-duality is, is an illumination of any path. So it's a nice combination. Yeah. yeah. I like to think about the balls. I think you're thinking about the balls in the air, letting them all drop, and then being there. I like to think that's great. Yeah. So, great image. There's a good, you know, as an action figure. I mean, to me, the action figure has two activities: it's observing and expressing. So, maybe it's that which it's getting in contact with is inexpressible. So, fucking dance. It's a nice way to express it. Totally. Yeah. yeah, then come back here if you want to, you know, have some butane put on a log. Light right, it exactly. up. Yeah. Okay. yeah it's, it's sort of like there's the uh, fireplace and the fire. Yeah. <laughs> they both they both have their role. So totally. like for me, I'm in I'm in, uh, you know, I recovery from alcohol and, and addiction plays a huge role in the action figure life. And all that non-duality did for that is everything. It illuminated all the ideas of recovery. It allowed uh, the, the, the goal of recovery is really traveling lighter. Well, non-duality is, is, uh, is the only light without an opposite. So it's fucking pretty good. Yeah. So it's nice where you have certain, uh, uh, that kind of ideas permeating and uh, growing, and then you have a way of life to express it. I mean, it's great. Thank you yeah. very much. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Thanks for the thanks, Chris. Avishag is next. I unmuted her. Hmm? Okay. Hi. So, um, I've been practicing a little bit, um, letting myself look back at who's looking. And um, so at first, I can see that the, there's, there's just a, there's, no, there's nothing to see. It's just a feeling quality, tone of waves. And, and there's not much there. But I noticed, <laughs> and when I say I know much, I, 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 I'm not seeing any detail, just feeling the waves and, and not like the sense of still, there's a quality of still. So um, then, I, I think there's an arising of some resistance and I think it's just patterns, false self patterns, uh, no specific thoughts, no specific ideas, but rather, but then as I look at it, it's like fear of trusting or allowing. And I seem to be, um, I, I have the sense that if I just keep going, it'll unwind, but it gets intense. And when it gets intense, it, it's, it can be a bit overwhelming. So I feel a bit paused. Um, and I don't know if I should just, keep it on the light, just keep backing off and just do it in a small way and not go so deep into that 
that what that big giant wave because I might not be ready for the intensity or if maybe there's another strategy that if I if I it would be okay if I just keep going uh I don't know you well but right but I will jump into it and say I, I would go with the uh more relaxed version just yeah. like let if myself back you off feel, sort of. if you feel like you're being brought to a cliff and you just i have to jump or not that's way over dramatic yeah the cliffs are going to be there for a long time there's no rush yeah okay. yeah this is more of a disarming and a more of a like in Dokchen, they would call it relaxed awareness yeah yeah because that that let's say that focus may serve you to a certain point but it won't uh it'll it can become easily a disservice yes yeah yeah, yeah. like so, yeah this isn't about you know maybe you like let's say you brought a carry-on to the plane by the time you arrive you will forget the carry-on <laughs> it won't you won't you, you won't you'll walk out much lighter yeah <laughs> yeah because i i feel like I, I understand what you're saying that this is it's 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 a strategy that must be abandoned and that it's only going to help no i'm not saying that see because no no i don't mean it right now must but being abandoned implies there's a someone we're not saying anything like that okay. we're saying all right a strategy arises is it owned by anybody? No. And if it isn't, maybe you'll have the ability to see when the strategy isn't working much faster than if there's an investment in the one who had the strategy, which is gonna be blind to see the failures of its own strategy. So by taking the meaning and the weight that goes to the strategy from the you, we're weakening that. And maybe, hey, this strategy is working, and then when it doesn't, you'll have the eyes to see it. Yes? That's all that it is. So sometimes you push hard, sometimes you don't push at all, sometimes you lean this way, sometimes you lean that way. Yeah, I, I see that when you feel like it's a formal dance, you gotta know all the steps, but it goes improvisational pretty quickly, yeah? And there's a reliance, not on the head, but let's say on your gut. Yes. And here, there is no real, there are no uncorrected mistakes. There's all, any mistake can be seen and have value. Yeah. So there's no, I blew it or this and that. That's all, that's all in the, in the saga of self, so to speak. Yeah. 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 I, so I don't have to feel like it's getting too much watch something on tv do that it, it, you know what i mean you don't have to it doesn't the pressure doesn't have to be built up to such a point you think it's going to blow you out of the gravity of self it doesn't it doesn't well it's not that i i feel that the pressure has to be built up it's rather that it's it's coming at me pretty quickly and i want to learn how to just back away and let it pass on um because this is one of the more intense ones i've experienced and it's very hey. shocking. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> like the old Star Trek, you know, resistance is futile. <laughs> if something has plan, if something has plans for you, 
all your plans aren't going to uh, misdirect it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and I think it's more that I'm, I'm trying to learn how to let go of resisting and learn to cooperate more. So it's about like, I think that that, that fear is the distrust. And so learning to let myself let it happen and not because the grabbing quality, I see the grabbing and I don't get caught up in what it's in because I understand the grabbing now. So I don't have to think about it or wonder what it's doing. And I'm trying, I'm like, okay, I, I want to, I'm learning to let this happen. I'm learning to let this be okay. But it, it throws my head off because it shot, it, it comes up so fast that it kind of like throws me off and I don't know what I'm doing. And I, I guess that's just part of it. Actually, that's the, that's the banana, that's the bonus right there. They don't know? No, that you get thrown off and don't know what you're doing. Because <laughs> I, I can't make any decisions. There's no control. There's just... <laughs> exactly. That thing yeah. that's scared about that is not you. Yeah. See, all the semblance of control and figuring things out and having strategies are just... Uh, the death gasps of an imaginary thing. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, I see them as keeping my mind in check. Like they keep me from going off track and, and making stuff up by me just having a strategy of just learning how to let it happen. So that's what I think of it as. So then eventually something can happen and I don't have to have a strategy anymore. And then the next difficult yeah, thing. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if there isn't a my before the strategy, you'll be able to see when the strategy ain't no strategy. <laughs> yeah, it's temporary. It's a even. It's a non-essential thing. Yeah, the stra strategies. Yeah. doing great honey thank you you're doing great yeah just uh see the, the message is already in you don't have to try to get it in that that which you're not wants to kick it out the message is already in there so don't yeah i i think too part of it is that just by talking to someone helps to settle something and then yeah. that settling helps me to con to, to just relax more a little further so i think that's part of the reason that you i may wanna... want no one else to talk about that with because <laughs> this may have a different a different effect really <laughs> if could you imagine if you were falling yes uh-huh based on based on what we think we are and so the only possibility we believe is we're trying to grab something yes as or surrender to falling yes and then when it fails what happens another possibility maybe they're wings you know what i mean yeah if you keep trying to just fucking you know their hands their hair to grab get da, 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 maybe when you get exhausted from all that then the second possibility which is actually the inherent one hey i fly yeah <laughs> You're doing fine, hon. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't even have to give you a Zen bitch slap. You'll give you'll give your own self a Zen bitch slap. So you make it a lot easier for me. 
<laughs> so, but I like them anyway. <laughs> there you go, honey. It's good. Okay. Nice to see you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Avishag. Uh, Keith was actually next. Hey, Paul, I want to uh, really express my appreciation to the message uh, today because for this is the first time I've realized what an amazing sense of self-importance uh, comes from realizing I am the obscuring agent. Yes. You, I mean, in other words, I had sort of land, that had landed previously. Oh, I am the obscuring agent. And that thought thought it was behind the camera. But today it got revealed as being in front of the camera because the realization that I am the obscuring agent has subtly, the selfing has reconstituted. So I get to be very, very self-important by realizing that I'm the obscuring agent. And that's how I stay on the game board. I, this is a great realization. I, of, uh, it's very, very pleasing to realize, oh, I get to be very relevant and important as the obscuring agent. <laughs> <laughs> Getting kicked off the game board is part of the game board. <laughs> oh, man. This is, I'm going to ride with this one for a while. And so, selfing will do its best to, to reconstitute around this one, too. But I'm, I'm enjoying the traveling lighter with that realization. So thank oh, you. Thank you yeah. to the message. Good, good, yeah. Hearing <laughs> agent. Uh, Jeffrey is next. Oh. Jeffrey? I'll unmute you, Jeffrey. Yeah, okay. I got it. All right, I'm unmuted. All right. Um, so, uh, Paul, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> how are you, brother? I guess uh, I'm all right. I'm trying to find you. Oh, you'll find me. Yeah. <laughs> Come Sorry. on. I, I can hear you, though. Go ahead. I dressed, I dressed up for you today. Oh, you did? Yeah, you were I, in, like, a Red Sox shirt on? Oh, you yeah. You got it. Yeah, you got me. 2004. Wow. Yep. You That's don't have any of those years, so you might as well enjoy them. <laughs> the <laughs> end of the curse, dude. That was the end of the curse. <laughs> that was huge. Um, so my question is, by the way, last Saturday's uh, show, which I wasn't here for, but I heard, was wonderful. It was uh, amazing. Um, so my question was with selfing. So selfing is in a sense a verb, right? Because you, you, you've said that selfing doesn't... Uh, not in a sense, it's a verb. Yeah, it's yeah a verb. right. Because you don't want selfing to... Selfing doesn't want to arrive because then it would become... It would be... It wouldn't exist, right? So, it, so my question is, therefore, does selfing or the parasite latch on to our verbing? Is that essentially what's yeah, happening? That's the whole point. The verbing, well, it does it. See, it's implied. The verbing is being claimed to imply a noun. Let's put it that way. Yeah? So selfing, see, and this is the sort right. of trick. People hear the message, and then they call me, and they go, oh, I notice I've been selfing all day. Or, you know, selfing's been driving me crazy. So finally, they recognize the selfing, but they don't recognize what it's up to, which is the claiming of being a self, yeah? So now there's a claiming of being a self that's noticing it's selfing, 
and there's a claim of being a self that's being attacked by the self. You see? One more time again. So here, so here's the selfing. Selfing's going on, which is just the narration. Yeah, and the narration is of time. Remember, because yes. you're a historical self. You see, when when the selfing is going on and there's interest and attention in it, what it does is produces or implies that there's been a historical noun, self. Yeah. So, yes. and that historical noun is before all the verbs that ever occurred in that noun's life. Yeah. So now Paul is the noun and then there's all this verbing. Yeah. And okay. so there's, there can be the seeing of selfing as verbing. There can be a seeing of that. Yet when people call me and they tell me about it, they said, I saw, I've been seeing the selfing all day and it's driving me crazy. They don't see that. See, they didn't see the product, which is the sense of self, right? Right. See, there's a the claiming of the verbing of selfing. There's a there's a the self appears before it. So now there's the self that was selfing. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, selfing becomes selfing. Selfing starts the self itself. Selfing implies a self then the self is presupposed before it. And then when they report in to me, they go, hey, I've been selfing all day. No, there has no, not one of us has ever, has ever been doing the verb of selfing. There's selfing that's used to imply a noun, us, yeah? So we are implied after the selfing is claimed. And then that, the claiming of it implies that I was there before the selfing and I have a lot to do with the selfing. That's the noun self. Yeah. And it, and it, and selfing doesn't want to ever arrive, right? You, of course not because it's whole basis is it's already arrived. The selfing is about a self, a historical self, but that historical self is produced. See, it never wants to arrive because its whole basis is it's already arrived, yeah? So the verbing of selfing never wants to arrive at self. It's implying it left from self, yeah? That self has always been there, and self is what's doing the selfing. You see it? Well, what happens is I'll, I'll listen to this again, and, and I'll take a, night, a late night walk. And then yeah, I do, yeah. I do get it. Well, there yeah. <laughs> at those moments, no, no, it's very simple. It's simple. See, you you were saying something that's true. There's a, there's a the selfing doesn't want to arrive because its whole activity is assuming it was already there. Yeah. <laughs> so if you suddenly saw yourself arrive at self, then who was that that's been seeing all these years? Yeah. Do you see? So of course it, dev it never wants to arrive because its whole story is it's never left. It, yeah. That's the, that's the, it's sort of like the fish rises, takes the bait. And when the, it's not even a fish, let's just say something moves towards the bait, grabs the bait, feels like it's a fish and feels like it's been a fish forever. That's selfing. That's what selfing is. Selfing is the implying that you're a historical self. 
that's the activity. Uh, yeah. So it something is the implying it, your historical self. Yes. So therefore, it has no intention of arriving because that would blow its whole, its whole fucking story. Yeah. I just have to write that down. So one more time. So something. Let's say this. It has no intention of, of arriving in L.A. because its whole story is that you've been in L.A. for 50 years. So, of course, it doesn't want to arrive because the, 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 the gig would have been up. You would see through it, right? So it has no, <laughs> selfing has no interest in arriving at self because it's, it's assuming and implying it, it's never left self. It's always been a self, yeah? See, it, there is no self. And then the selfing implies there's always been a self. Yeah? That's the trip. That's the great news. The great news isn't that you've always been a self. The great news is there never was one. There never is one. Yeah? So that's why the great wisdom of no escape is there's nowhere to escape from. The great wisdom of no escape turning as the self is there's no self to escape from. You were never in it. You're trying to escape from L.A. and you've never been in L.A. <laughs> yeah. You're buying tons of maps how to leave L.A. to get to Omaha, but you never left. You never, you know what I mean? It's all off. I've seen it. It's trippy. I've seen selfing. And then when I, I've seen it in a, the thing that Ramana, I feel, well, one of the things he had said made total sense. There's this assuming that there's a thing that wants to get salvation as the thing. Now, the assuming is the trick. Is there a thing that wants to get salvation for the thing? No, but there sure is an assuming there's a thing. Yeah. So the fact is, it throws the whole logic off. So could you imagine if, if the imaginary thing, the thing that's been called a, a thing, actually arrived at salvation? It would blow the whole story up. Of course, it's selfing doesn't want to be free. The whole story of salvation to the action figure is a, is a distraction. It, so it in a sense, sign up for lifetimes of fucking work because it knows it's never going to arrive there. Yeah. <laughs> you wanting to get out of it is in a way, quote unquote, being in it. Yeah. That's the trip. We're missing it. It's like a, it's like a trick pitch. You think it's coming from one place, but it's coming from a completely different place. It's not assuming, it's assuming you were something. It never wants to arrive at being it, of course. It's assuming you are already. Could you imagine if there was an assumption you were in Oakland, let's say, and then you take a 40-year journey and you arrive at Oakland, what would happen? It would have blown up the whole story that you've been in Oakland for 40 years, yeah? So that, that which is invested in the one being in Oakland 
definitely doesn't all want to arrive at Oakland <laughs> because it would blow up its whole story that it's been in Oakland the whole time. You see? I, so I get it that, that selfing implies that there is a self. That's its secret. Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't even imply a self. It implies doership. It implies being the thinker. It implies being the seer, the healer, the face, the taste of the toucher. It implies that it's the noun before many, many verbs. That's what it does. And then suddenly, for that to continue, your sense of being alive has to be deadened so the interpretation can take its place, basically. Yeah? So you seem, it's appearing to you as what you're not, that you're out to lunch, basically, and now you're relying on an interpretation as if it's God's GPS. And it's telling you what you are like, what you're gonna be like, what they're like, what they're gonna be like. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, we don't know any better because we've been sort of neutered. We've sort of been, our hands not on the pulse of living, it's way up here, yeah? So who knows? And we'll look around and everyone else is following the same fucking shepherd. We must be cheap. You know, we're on and on and on and on. And so, and if you get any possibilities, they're still framed in the noun verb thing. So they're limited severely. Yeah. It's not like you can totally be super clear as what you are. You're inherently okay. You're looking at it you're looking at okayness as what you're not, and the best we can hope for is I will be okay, yeah? You see, it's insane. So you get an interpretation. Some of us, there's a squirming underneath it all. Some, it's, something's not working. And so of course, unbeknownst to us, the root of it is identified as what you're not. We don't know any better, so we now start seeking salvation for the seeming existent thing, when it doesn't actually even exist, obviously. And these, these great messages framed in non-duality or whatever, wherever, try to save us a lot of time and sort of imply that to keep trying to correct a mistake, you know, as a mistake doesn't work. See, you're not the mistake. Yeah, there's, that's the correction. And then there's no need for a correction because you were never that which needed to be corrected. Yeah, and then see what happens, you know? And if, if it works, if you would be able to enjoy peace of mind, your sense of presence, you feel fucking alive again. You're not, you're, your Saturday isn't determined by last Saturday and next Saturday. You've been freed from the influences of time to a great, to a great level. You're not trying to get into a moment. You realize you can't be out of a moment. And you're not trying to get out of self because you realize you can't be in self. Yeah? The whole ballgame shifts and see if it works better. I'll tell you one thing. There's a lot less effort and thought involved in all this. That is for sure. And in a certain way, where certain times when you read something, it sort of, it's like, it acts like a call to arms. I hope when you hear this message, it's a very disarming effect, yeah? It allows a relaxation. You're not 
the fucking vehicle that's going to be a chariot of the gods. Yes? <laughs> the condition you're hoping to arrive at is already inherently available. It's not going to be any way you think about it, thank God. And it's not going to be adorned with concepts. It just is. Yeah? I like to call it dog shit awareness or whatever. Try to keep, put out all the specialness out of it. It's just being awake to being awake. Now, is there anyone who's awake to being awake? No. But in a way here, that's what it seems like. Yeah. From this interpretive point of view, it's like being awake to the fact of being awake. I mean, it's not much. Who wants to have a parade for that? It's just the obvious condition. Yeah. <laughs> and then that which is awake can seem not to be awake to it. Yeah. It can appear to it that it's not awake. But it can only appear that way if it's identified as a body, as the thing. Do we talk about enlightenment, nirvana? No, we talk about traveling later. <laughs> really? Seriously. <laughs> now, what would be truly effects of your inherent absence are not gonna be there for your apparent presence to enjoy <laughs> because they're all predicated on your inherent absence. So there's never, you're not gonna be there to enjoy it. You're not gonna experience your own absence. <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I say, what happens is you lose interest in the need to be liberated because you're not that which needs to be liberated. That which needs to be liberated believes it's been bound, yeah? You're not that which was bound and therefore there's no desire or interest in liberation. You don't see it. It doesn't provoke one, not one action, the desire for liberation that has provoked no actions through me for years and years and years and years and years. Years. Now, before it provoked a lot of action. Now, no action. Yeah. Because I see that I'm not that which was bound, that was hoping liberation would be different than being bound. I've seen it, you know. So the liberation is really from the need to be liberated, really. All right. Yeah, thanks, Paul. So, I'm sorry you're a Yankee fan, but other than that, you're awesome. <laughs> uh, it's okay, yes. Can't be perfect. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> uh, Christopher is, was next. Can you unmute yourself, Christopher? Oh, Christopher. Hey, hi, Paul. Hey, how are you? Well, <laughs> I'm just delighted to be here. Uh, I love the Zoom format. Uh, I love seeing people from all over. And 
uh, makes it for me very rich and uh, and uh, got a better sound system and everything. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I just lost my picture. Okay, so Paul, can you see me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you back now. Okay, so Paul, you're all over the place. It's covering everything that I think I want to talk about or ask. And yet, uh, I'm looking here. Uh, I see this is an improv. It, uh, just an opportunity to to see what comes up. Um, I'm really happy, Paul. <laughs> and I've I've listened uh, to a couple of your recent talks. I on this on this uh, talk, uh, people have had lots of experiences being with Sufis, and you mentioned in a recent talk about your experience uh, with the Rajneesh community in Byron Bay. And I've been uh, involved in those things very deeply for many years. And I had an intuition uh, after having all those experiences and not wanting to miss having them, so keeping with the practices, uh, it emerged with awareness that there was something consistent in all those experiences, and that was was always the one who was aware of the experiences. Now, I hadn't crystallized as a as uh, an embodied awareness. Uh, but it was it was there. I would live in and out of that understanding. And I'm hearing you say that nothing is it. There's there's no doer. That all makes sense to me. So I know that. I know to ask myself, what is it that's looking? What is it that's feeling? And I go across the board and say, well, okay, what is it that's verbing? Because looking and feeling and tasting and speaking and hearing are all, are all what's, uh, Okay, so in the context of the action figure, so the action figure doesn't make its own action. It, what's what's looking is the same as what's animating, and what's and if that's true for me, then it has to be true for everybody who's another action figure, another looker, another smeller, taster, and speaker. So that's all cool. So, and there's, there's no name for that. That seems to be the end of the conversation. However, conversation keeps happening and it happens in a uh, more spontaneous way. And it feels uh, like it's happening on its own. 
to more and more an extent that I'm not efforting. Um, is that what you mean by traveling lighter? I'm just coming, coming to these, uh, it's nice to stop figure, trying to figure it out or, but, but however things keep flooding through and all the different variations of, of verbing. So, oh, I'm going to stop with that. I'd love to hear anything you might. Yes. So, so the problem later is, is just a statement coming from, uh, a sense feltness over a while, yeah? It's just a way of trying to capture something that doesn't need to be captured, but through communicating, it's it's good to have a, put a little tag on it. So traveling lighter, hopefully all of us here have our own sense of it, yeah? Yes, yeah, so. I have I've been I know a number of people in the in this Zoom that have been sharing you know satsang with us and basically they can see a traveling lighter or in AA we would say not taking oneself so seriously yeah and they've seen how the system defeats that possibility by claiming to be the one that's not taking itself so seriously, yes? So by the more important aspect of the message is the warnings that come with it, really, because the message is already established. You are that, yeah? What are the activities that are causing that not to be obvious? Yes, that's the key to me. This isn't like uh, that which, is the basis of the message is already so. There's no building it or over years of working on it. It just is. But in this case, the important part of the message is the warnings concerning the topic. So this to warn each other of how the mental state, yeah, claims to be us, basically, yeah. And it's claiming to be us, its main ingredient in that claiming is time. It has, it's never, we never become us. It's I was us, I was Paul, I will be Paul, therefore I am Paul. It's not like I am, therefore I, I am Paul, and I was Paul, and I will be Paul. That's not how it goes. It's I was Paul, I will be Paul, therefore I am Paul, yeah? The I am, the onness is obvious, but the name of the onness, yes? The, on, the name of the onness, there is no name to it. The name of the onness is added. It's added now by a remembering in the past and remembering the future of being a thing, of being the doer, the feeler, the taster, yeah? So it's, a, it's main, the magic trick is its main quality is time, yeah? So, like the man said, Jeffrey said earlier, selfing doesn't want to become a self, obviously, because the whole activity of selfing is, is assuming you already are one, yeah? So there's no wanting to arrive at a self because that would blow the whole story that you, ha you have been one this whole time, yeah? So 
you can see that the verb is first and then the noun, where the interpretation has the noun before the verb. And it's just that simple, yeah? So the traveling lighter is when you, like there's that first seeing of the self, let's say, selfing as other. And then it gets dicey because you didn't see the movement of selfing that's inferring that the one who just, that, that which was seeing it was you, yeah, which it wasn't true, yeah? And so suddenly you, would, you, you assumed that, oh, just by seeing that everything should change and then when it doesn't change, it's like getting bummed out. Then you get this and that and that and that, yeah? But the reason why it, it didn't seem to work was because this, the, the, uh, the second self came up, yeah? So you keep getting the same, same old, same old activity by the mental state and we get fooled by it. And then immediately time is, is, is made and distance is made. So now there's a subtle feeling that the lion has to become like a lion because it's identified as a sheep. Yeah. And it just keeps recurring. And if you see it, it will keep recurring, but it won't have its effect. It won't have the desired effect. It doesn't mean the selfing is going to stop. It's not going to produce the desired effect. Yes? It's not going to produce the historical feeling of being Paul isn't going to convince us we're Paul. Yes? And the future worrying about Paul isn't going to convince us we're Paul now because it, will be, it is so damn obvious right now that Paul is an add-on, it's a story, it's an interpretation, it's, it's not true, truly, truly non-essential in, in a lot of levels. So, yet in its story, it's the quintessence of essentialness, yeah? So, that to me is the stabilizing of traveling lighter. That's what allows, instead of having the hopeful magical thinking of everything's going to get great it may it's much better that life's probably going to do what it's going to do to the action figure but you'll travel lighter through it all i would i would opt for the second possibility yeah so that's why we sp we spend so much time to go over the warnings so that you can recognize that the selfing will wear the thief, the policeman, the judge's thing, the authentic you look. It's going to just keep on presenting itself in a glove while you're underneath it. Yeah. So you, the, the seeing, there's the seeing, and then the glove, the seeing is claimed, and now a glove's put on it, and you are now the seer. And then, so here you go. Then you hear about non-doing. With the warning, you know what's hearing about non-doing is the doer. It's not going to go anywhere because it's going to believe it can do itself into non-doing. The only way it fucking grocks is doing, yeah? So you bypass that. You have the warnings, entertain it. You'll see it. You'll see what you're not come up. It doesn't have infinite amount of, of uh, clicks. You'll see five or seven of them, and then you've seen the whole fucking you know, ensemble, basically. Yeah. So once it'll, you know, it'll play, it'll be like the lead trumpeter, then it'll be the lead sax, the lead, it's the same thing. 
Okay, Paul, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, wanting clarification sounds from what you just said, like uh, another example of uh, a subtle, uh, not it, whatever, you, well, I forget what your word was, but but because uh, wanting clarification implies time. So that's, that's that, that would be an totally, example. Totally. How can something that isn't so appear to be so? It can only do that through time. Mm -hmm. Yeah? I got it. Its appearance to be so now is predicated that it was so. It has no legs to stand on. And the fact, like my friend Keith said, I use the idea of being the obscuring agent, but the obscuring agent can't obscure a fucking thing. Yeah? The okay. obscuring agent can obscure what is set, what is taken to be after it, which is the idea of you. You can be obscured completely, the you, but you're actually before it, and there's no obscuring. It's like, being on the sun side, does the cloud have the ability to block you from the sun? No. Yeah. But if you're manufactured and you're living in interpretation, you're after, you're after that. So now you're on this earth as a separate thing and a cloud can come by and block you from the sun. Exactly. Is it the cloud? You can see the cloud from the sun side. It has no ability to block you. So the obscuring agent, has the ability to block you when you're in a certain position, has no ability to block you from what you are. None, ever, yeah? That's what you mean by the answer is prior to the question. Exactly, all these, we're just attempting to allude to something you already know, yeah? So we use cryptic little fucking things to get in because the other thing is like, it's like, the other thing is checking out the algorithm of the language, which yeah. I get through it, yeah? Okay. I don't want you to understand, yeah? I just want you to see what you're not. That's all the understanding you need. Got it. Thank you. Understanding this vision. Vision is always available at all times. Understanding may not be there when you need it, yeah? Vision, vision, yeah. view, vision. The view can be illuminated by the vision, yes? But the vision is inherent. So the understanding is a way of letting that light come into this fractured light to make sense of duality and see not to, yeah? The undifferentiated light can come through, yeah? To, through the understanding and differentiate but not lose the sense of undifferentiation. That's the value of understanding here, yeah? So you have a solid understanding, you know the warnings, there you go. I'll even sell you a shirt, Zen bitch slap shirt, slap sure. you occasionally. <laughs> We've tons of videos, we put tons of stuff out, pretty much, it's like the same, it's like, all this is is verbal jazz. We're playing the same, uh, around the same theme constantly. And we're really trying to warn what you are about what you're not. Not trying to teach what you're not about what you are. <laughs> we're just trying to warn what you are about what you're not. That's all. That's all the whole point. Yeah. I have total faith in what you are. I have very little faith in what you're not. 
<laughs> Let me go plug your phone in for you. Oh. What time you want to get up? What? I didn't. Mike, are you there? Mike, my co-host, where are you? Mike, are you there? I was. I was talking to myself. Uh, I guess. Uh, Peter Mark's <laughs> muted. <laughs> All right. We have a couple more questions. Peter Mark, are you? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Cool. Uh, this is my first meeting. I just like found your stuff maybe like three days ago, and uh, it, it was it was like a relief because I was like, oh shit, finally somebody's like giving words to to the processes that I've been going through, um, and uh, it's it's a it's it's a it's a nice thing to me to like see that okay cool like somebody else gets it because it can be kind of paradoxically lonely when you're trying to explain to people what it means to be awake or to be aware, even though all these words mean nothing to the essential experience. Like there's always the trap of language that we're using to talk about these things and they're always failing. Like the words always fail the experience. And so I see you, <laughs> which I think is very generous of you to like be talking to people and to knowing that you're going to have to go through the shitty tool that language is to express something that is essentially inexpressible. Um, and I guess I don't have a question or anything like that, or uh, I guess I kind of have a maybe comment to make, but uh, I, I'm a Christian, right? Like I, I grew up, in the faith like my dad is a pastor i struggled a lot with spirituality and i had a lot of big questions that a lot of christians don't have or when they ask them in church people are like what what do you mean like <laughs> like one of my big questions growing up was like okay if heaven is bliss forever won't that get boring and people would be like no what do you mean like it's good like don't think about don't think that deeply all that stuff <laughs> but um i uh I see in in the Bible, which is an important book for me, there's there is a lot of what you're talking about here, which is uh, first of all, the Bible starts with God saying, "Let there be light," and all, kind of that's where the mess starts, right, with an idea. But where was God before He said that? Uh, which is where we are behind all these layers that you're talking about, all these false images that arise, we have that. And then also uh, Adam and Eve, they eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm. And that's what expels them from paradise. In the same mm. way, all of us are trying to figure out what is good and evil. We're trying to say, no, this thought is bad. This thought is good. Like I'm good when I do this, I'm bad when I do this. And that's just muddling the whole fact that we're already in paradise. That's what essentially expels us, in my view. Um, Seemingly, it can't, but it right, it right. It, it that's the whole trick of the serpent is that it's a placebo. The apple. Well, the thing is, if, 
be good and evil would be duality. Yes. Exactly. That yeah, exactly so the same thing. The same way, if you bite the apple of selfing, mm -hmm. you're gonna feel that's already so. Right. In other words, it isn't so. See, because time steps in, and so when when you seem to start believing what wasn't so duality yeah mm -hmm. there's a feeling it's always been believed right yeah yeah see this is the magic trick with time yeah so basically something seems to occur and its whole basis is it already has right <laughs> well, and so then there's all then all you're trying to do is get out of something that you think you're in and they were never in the good or evil. That was the dilemma. Right. I would, if you right. want to look at a picture of it. It's almost like the, the truth or the true self, even though that's still a word has no antibodies against an idea. So it just becomes that idea because well, it's nothing. It's like a pure yes. reflection or something. So whatever pops in front of it, it thinks it is that, but the but idea that's not true. The, the idea gets length and and breath from his from time. Right. Yeah. Ideas well, that's the only go, but this see the let's say there's thoughts. Thoughts come and go. Yeah. But the idea of the thinker seems to linger. Yeah. So every time there's a thought notice, it is used to imply the thinker, and the thinker is implied to be before all those thoughts. So the thinker was there. And then the thoughts occur, which is totally bogus. The thinker is a thought. Right, exactly. But, but it's made itself to be prior to thoughts. That's, that's the, the same robbery of selfing is there. So a thought has risen above all the other thoughts. And by giving a sense of time says, I'm before all thoughts, therefore I'm the thinker. Yeah? But without time, none of this would, it can't appear this way. Time is, is dreaming. Mm -hmm. It's like the main ingredient of dreaming is time. In time, things that are impossible can seem to be possible. Like you being out of a moment is impossible. But in time, it seems like it's possible. So I buy, we buy tons of books of how to get into the moment based on the belief we could be out of the moment, which is impossible. Yeah. So that's the whole point. So in the Course in Miracles has a little Christian bent. And then in the Course, there's the, there's the inherent guilt that we believe we separated ourselves from God, sort of the same thing in Adam and Eve. And there's a huge amount of guilt of that, but it never happened. There has been no, there's never been a separation. Yeah. So it's, a, it's, time is a, it's, there's nothing called time, you know, it's language, but it's, it is definitely, the main fabric of dreaming, dreaming, oh, for sure. So, yeah. It's when they bit that thing that the dreaming of, of opposites, yes? Mm -hmm. And then the dreaming of op opposites were taken to be so. And then, and then, then, then there's an attempt to try to escape from that point on back to where they never left, yes? Yeah, it's a trip. Right, but it's funny because the real problem not even problem, but the real thing is, uh, how do you get out of that? People, one could ask, how do you get out of that? But that implies the thought that 
you're in it at all. So you can exactly get right. into this infinite loop of trying to get out of something that you're not in when you're not even in it to begin with. But that's then, the, that's yeah, people boring. start thinking, yeah. And you can get that intellectually, but a lot of people seem to want to feel that. But that, you no, don't the need. Feel, the feeling is there also, though. Definitely. You can have a sense, a tactile sense right. of the great wisdom of no escape, which is there's nowhere to escape from. Yeah, you're yeah. eternally fucked. <laughs> and therefore, you're, you're inherently saved. Yeah, totally. Because you're not. That's the beauty. Yeah. Good to have you, Peter. Come back if you like. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Peter. Uh, Glenda had her hand up. Glenda. But it's My, down I, now, so I don't know. Is it Irish Glenda? Or yeah, Glenda. Yes. <laughs> Hiya. I'm trying to find can you. you. Hear me? Are you finding yeah. me? I can hear you. Um, I'm trying to remember what I was going to ask. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was stimulated from your, your conversation with Jeffrey and the selfing. Um, but I also found the, your conversation, I can't remember his name, it was hilarious about the, I just feel like I'm on the sax. <laughs> and, uh, I, I, but there's a, a, con there's a, a bit I'm so curious about. I like I know I'm here and before no well I yeah I don't know that but yeah, yeah. I know there's a before and I'm here and I feel like the I'm here the body and the thought which is all after they're both neutral but the claiming part that brings a thought on to me and creates me and constricts me or that makes me feel like a body or this is how I'm imagining it. I don't understand how the mechanism or the magnetism, the attraction of the my to don't this thought. They just uh, entertain the ideas and the relief will mute any hows and whys. Okay, that's yeah. what actually what I did hear from you. Yeah, yeah, see, uh, yeah. The, the idea of knowledge leading to relief, uh, relief doesn't need to lead to knowledge. Yeah, Just stick with relief. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. Just, it's in there, hon. You have, there's an interest, there's, there's whatever's there is um, way more than enough. You don't need to assist it much. It's going to uh, do its thing, yeah? Like you've okay. been starting spiritual subpoena. I guess I thought this level of me, yeah. if I could understand this, um, not me of the, the my process, uh, that, that not me part, if I saw through that, that, that would no. help. Yeah, it's not necessary. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it may come anyway, but it's not necessary. Okay. Yeah. There's no, there's no, there's, there's no combination on the lock. Okay. No lock. Yeah, yeah. I know there can't be because I'm, I'm it. We're it. We're all it. Well, yeah. This is it. 
Uh, you, how, 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 since you've been entertaining these ideas, has there been a little traveling lighter? As Glenda, as an experience? I think so. There you go. Just stay with that. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Glenda, the expression called Glenda is going to be the, the largest beneficiary of this message. But it's going to have absolutely nothing to do with it. But it's going yeah. to be the largest beneficiary. Yeah. yeah. Where there's where is there value in heavy and light in a place of heavy and light? Yeah, light has value. Yes. Mm -hmm. In light, does light have value in light? No. But awareness has value where it can seem not to be much aware of. Yeah. So this is the point. It's, yeah. this, is, this is truly spiritual trickle-down economics. Mm. Yes? That just, sorry, it sprinkled another question. <laughs> You're what? not supposed to be doing that, Paul. Jesus. What? <laughs> um, if you don't mind me asking, I just... The... Well, I go by countries. Ireland gets two questions, at least. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Um, and I just can't remember. Zero questions. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've forgotten it already. It was stimulated by something you said there, and now it's gone. Oh, good, good. Yeah. And how necessary was it? It's gone. How, are you it's missing gone. it? Are I'm not trying to get it back. There you go. Oh, damn! It came back. <laughs> oh no! Too late. The door's closed. The plane okay. is. The doors are closed. The plane is off. <laughs> Leave it at the airport anyway. You don't need it. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to drop that one. <laughs> All right. So let's, I might go to a, let's go to the next people, person. There's Mario. Mario just came in. Hello, Mario. I see you in a square. Someone just left. Oh, you weren't Mario. Wasn't supposed to be seen with that person. All right. Max there. Alan. Yes. Yariv. Nice to see you again. I always have Sukhyana. Was I close? Good. Yeah. Linus, nice to see you there. Glenda, great. All right. Another question. Christopher, down um, and up. None by, no hands, none by chat right now. Anybody? Oh, there we go. Dennis. Dennis, oh, uh, this I want to mute Dennis right now. All right. Oops. Dennis, AKA. Hello there. How are you, Paul? Good, bro. Uh, I love your pointers. I get most of them, but one that I'm struggling with, maybe because I came in in the middle of a discussion, is the dreaming and the dreamt and dreaming yourself out of the dream. Yeah. I, I don't get that. Could you sort of start at the beginning of that concept and explain it? Well, all right. So this comes from the Course in Miracles, yes? Not the dreaming and the dreamt, but I'll give you. So there's a description of what's happening here. And it goes like this. Uh, and I don't like nouns, so I don't like calling it the dream. So I'm going to change it a little. So you and I are the dreaming of the dreaming. Yeah. So it's not saying we're dreamt in the dream or we're in something else's dream. You and I are the dreaming of the dreaming. We forget that, yeah? Okay. So how does that, how would that seemingly occur? 
how could the dreaming forget that it's dreaming? Well, let's say the dreaming becomes identified as the dreamt, yeah? So that which is perceiving now takes itself to be something that's perceived, yeah? So now the dreaming is, has seemingly, it never happened really, but in the dreaming it's appeared to happen. The dreaming has forgotten its dreaming by being identified as the dream. So now a whole nother condition is, is set up, yeah? Okay. The dream makes a whole other condition available. And now suddenly everything I'm dreaming now has the ability to affect me as the dream. You see? So here's the dreaming. the dreaming untouched by anything, like the sky is untouched by anything that appears in it, right? Suddenly, the sky becomes identified with a plane. Now that plane, aka sky, gets affected by the winds, fucking birds run into it, yes, runs into a storm. Now the plane, aka sky, is now suddenly affected by that which had no effect on the sky. Yeah? You see the, uh, the little story? So yeah. the dreaming, yeah. taking itself to be the dreamt, and in that condition, everything that's been, everything that's dreaming now has the ability to affect it. So let's say thoughts are dreaming. Yeah? Now the object takes a thought to be its own, and now the thought can own it. Yeah? Got it. I, yeah, exactly. So that's clear. the idea. Well, that was simple enough. Yeah, yeah. And then with the message, again, remembering that the, the, the selfing is very fast, less than two seconds or something like that. There's been some research. So, th so that the dreaming takes itself to be the dreamt so quickly that when it hears about dreaming, it, I don't believe it goes anywhere, really, because it's the dreamt hearing it, yeah? What we want to do is talk to the dreaming about the dreamt, not talk to the dreamt about the dreaming. It's a huge shift, yeah? Yes. Because I don't think it goes anywhere when, the dream, when we keep talking about dreaming to the dreamt. It doesn't. Because the dreamt has fixed ideas of what it believes it would be if it was the dreaming. It would have everything, great health, you know, parties all day, whatever, yeah? All these myth magical ideas of what the dreaming would be like if I was really doing it, yeah? I wouldn't be dreaming this. I wouldn't have a hard day or a bad leg or terrible relationships. Ooh, that's insane, yeah? But in fact, that's exactly what seems to be happening because the dreamt isn't the dreaming, yeah? Yes, yes. The dreamt, part of the idea of being the dreamt, it has a very, very small idea of dreaming, very small, which it doesn't have the ability to understand. Yeah. So now, but you can see the dreamt from the dreaming. And what happens then, there's acceptance for the dreamt. The dreamt finally gets accepted just as it is because it ain't really. Yeah. And there's, I'm telling you, so I'm telling you, one of the great movements of slavery here is the constant drive to improve. 
Yeah, the constant, and it, and there's the belief that if you don't, you're gonna go to seed. Yeah, if I don't watch myself, I'll be fucked up. No, give me a fucking break. Yeah, it's a way the system support reinforces and protects itself. Yeah, to get released from that command of constantly having to da 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 is unbelievable. It's like a relaxation you can't get out of 50 Thai massages. Yeah. You don't get relaxed in a Thai massage anywhere. They're hard, but regular massages, yes? Yeah, it's a yeah. relaxation because you've let off a hook. Yeah? You're finally okay just as you're appearing to be. <laughs> That's unbelievable, really. Oh, my, I do have a second question. All right. I like, like a lot of, I'm like a lot of people that uh, have been seeking for quite a while, and I've got several shelves full of spiritual books that I no longer am interested in. What the hell do we do with all those books? Uh, don't worry. Just put them in a garage sale or Goodwill. There's a sucker born every minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tell myself I will refer to them to get the language to explain, for example, what we've learned here. Well, that's other thinking. It would be nice to have a, I should go send you a stamp and say on the first page, this could be hazardous to your spiritual health. Stamp it on every book. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them have helped me along your the way. Health, the best health you have spiritually is to be left alone. It's all, it's all fine and glorious in a lot of ways. <laughs> if we are spirit, why yeah. seek spirit? Yes, yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right, thank you. It's a general warning from Mike. I don't know what that is. No, it's spiritual general warning as opposed to the spiritual. Oh, it's a spiritual general warning. Hey, what time is it there? Where? Oh, here. Where? You know, meeting. Oh, what time is it here? <laughs> Pacific time. 325. <laughs> 325. Hey, let's end up soon, all right? I don't see any other hands. Anybody have a burning desire? I just like seeing everybody, so I'm going to say hello to them. Jeffrey again, Donna, Tony. Fantastic, Tony. Take it easy on yourself. Celia, ZZ went to sleep, I guess. Ben Clark is actually sitting up. That's an improvement. Johans. Nice there, Dennis, Jeffrey, Jesse. I'm gonna to try to say hello. Andre, beautiful shot of the sun going down. Christopher, yes, take it easy, say hello to your lovely wife. Dimitri, I think we wanna to talk to you, Dimitri. We need some help. Talk with Mike Zerbel. So he'll talk to you, thank you. Hi, Paul. Sarah, hey, how are you, honey? Great, great nice to see you. Nice to see you. Jeff. Thanks, Paul. Vlad, Vlad, my friend from uh, Siberia. Yes. But a, with a very warm heart. All right. Yariv, my friend, Chris, Danny, in some freaking tunnel. Taint, oh, he, oh, he's on the mountain again. It's Danny, the French mountaineer. He's climbing somewhere again. Nice to see you, Danny. Linus, Alan. Alan, nice to meet you. Yeah. Mario, 
Don't be late next time. Get here at time. Stacy. <laughs> there they are. My favorite couple in Los Angeles. <laughs> Bill. Nice to see you, Bill. Nice to see you, honey. Very nice. Hope we get together live sometime. Linda. The dog got the message. It's right there. Ricardo. John. Nice to see you, John. Uh, I just lost Dane. Nathan. Norman. Norman's there. Uh, Mia. Mia. Maggie. Nice to see you, Maggie. Maggie, yeah, you're in great hands. Since you've been in great hands for 30-something years, you're not going to be dropped now. Don't worry about it. John, I went back to this page already. Let's see this. We got Joyce there. And a lot of, uh, we got a lot of uh, anonymous people. All right. All right, it's nice to see Ryan, Randy, Jeans, everybody. It's nice to meet you. And I hope to see you. We're going to be here. We're here Wednesday at 7 Pacific time, Saturday, 1.30 Pacific time, and Tuesday, Thursday, 10.30 in the morning Pacific time, and that's recovery-based. So uh, join us if you like, and uh, don't hesitate. I know uh, don't hesitate to donate. It's all It's fine. You're very happy. Uh, <laughs> Still waiting on my stimulus check, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. My st I need a stimulus check. I'm unemployed. I'm... All right. All right. See you guys. Thanks. Thank nice you. Nice to see everybody. Hey, uh, right. Good night. John. John Hobson. All right. I saw him. Sky, nice to see you. Are, are, Thanks, are you getting, I think Don is helping you with this transcription, right? Yeah, Donna and Mike and Louise. I want to transcribe. I want to transcribe this talk. It was awesome. Put me down right. today. Okay. Tell them what's this for. David. Tell him. David, the man tell from him. England. Yes. Nice uh, to see you, Dave. Barbara and Roman. Very happy to see you. Hope we can go on a tour one day. Come back. We'll take kisses. you to the beaches. Little kisses. Keith. There's that. Uh, here's Mike. He's the one who does all this co-hosting. Sharon, my dear Sharon, Nick, yes, there you are. Nick, James, James, with what's your daughter's name? Luna, it's my granddaughter. Lula, Luna, Lula, Lula, Luna, with an N. Luna. Oh, Luna. Luna, nice to see you, Luna. Yeah, she loves Luna. you, man. She just blew you some kisses, bro. All right, great. Peter, mm -hmm. nice to meet you. Z, fantastic. Z, are you gonna go want to go kayaking today? There you go. Call me up. Adam, nice to see you. Nico, looking as comfortable as ever. <laughs> Are you in Croatia, Nico? Could you un unmute Nico, Mike? Just yet. All right. All right. Nice to see you, Nico. Yeah, nice to see you too, yeah. How okay. are you? You're still in quarantine there? You're still no, locked up? We're in self-isolation. It's self-isolation, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'll see you guys. Thanks, everyone. See Thanks, James. Thank you, Paul. Yep. Thank you, Paul. See Thanks, you guys. Mike and everybody. Bye, James. See ya. Hi, Luna. <laughs> she said she blew everyone a big old kiss. Yeah, there you go.
Love you guys. Bye bye. Hey, Donna. <laughs> that was for Luna. <laughs> oh, she got it. She got it. <laughs> Thanks, Donna. Hey, Mike. I love you guys. Love you she too, wants to James. listen to the Hempress Sativa now, though. So she's she's making me sign off. Uh, <laughs> anyway, man, you guys made my day. Thank you. See you soon. Bye. 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 This was a good one. Yeah. Thanks. It was. Thanks a lot, Mike. See y'all later. Bye, Dennis. Hey, Peter Mark, where do you live? Uh, Los Angeles. Ah. Right, okay. But also Rio, that's where I'm from. Oh, wow. Um, Rio de Janeiro? Yeah. Is that Ricardo? Fala Portuguese. Nice. No, 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 no. But I, I, I climbed the uh, Carcovado to the statue. Oh, nice.